Well, I'm excited. I'm excited to talk about this. Next Sunday is Pentecost Sunday. I'm telling you, you need to be here in the house. I feel God is going to release some things over your life and our life and over our ministry. Next Sunday, I'm telling you to be in the house where you're all white in the name of Jesus because we're coming to celebrate and we're celebrating, again, testimonies of answered prayer this week. We're going to hear it. We're going to hear that stuff. Amen. Uh, I want to talk to you right now. We're in the, I'm in the process of figuring out when we want to roll out certain series to you. So a uh, certain series to you, I'm working on it, but God has me in the meantime, no pun intended, uh, to talk about certain, to talk about two topics. Last week, I talked about setting your mind where Jesus is. This week, I want to talk to you from the subject, he will get, get you there. He will get you there. Now make it personal and say, God will get me there. All right. Now let's talk about there, ladies and gentlemen. There, ladies and gentlemen, he will get you to your final destination. That's what we're talking about. That God will lead you on the way. The best explain is that you and I are on a pilgrimage. You and I are no more than pilgrims, nomads, traveling. This is not our home. And so we are on our way to heaven. That's where we are on our way to. That's our, to be honest with you, that is the promise. That is the final destination, to be technical. Because that's a promise fulfilled. He said, behold, I go uh, to prepare a place for you. All right? But when I talk about there, a lot of times, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there is a, but while we're on, while we're pilgrimage, where are we on a pilgrimage, there's still a purpose to the pilgrimage that we are on. Are you hearing me? And there's things that God has assigned for you and I to do while we are here. And, uh, and God has made promises to us, not only in the next lifetime, but in this lifetime. Because life does not stop, life does not cease to exist because you close your eyes here. Matter of fact, I live, I, I die to live. I die to live because I'm the promise is that I have life eternal. So to be honest with you, I have eternal life and I have it through Jesus Christ. But how many of you all are saying to myself, I want to get there to where the promise of God is. I want to finally get to the place where I'm at, where I need to be at in my career. How many of you feeling that? I want to finally get to the place where saying I want to get to where our church is, you know, where we where we believe where our church is supposed to be. I want to finally get to the place where my family is supposed to be. I want to get there. I want to get to that point. And if 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 all uh, if all of us would be honest in the room, ladies and gentlemen, we could be honest. We could be honest with ourselves and say, you know, God, you can skip all the rest of the stuff. Just get me to there. I want to get there. Get me where I finally got money in my pocket. I know how to manage it, and I'm not trying to live paycheck to paycheck. Get me to there. Get me to getting this business off of the ground. I want to get there already. Get, let me be running multi-businesses and all. I want to be 
there. I, I, I want my family to have it all together. I want to be there. Get me to the place where I'm getting married. Get me there. Amen. And I want to get there. Get me to the place. And so I, I want to get there. But as you see in this, as you see in this image, ladies and gentlemen, it is a very profound image. Because if you notice in this image, ladies and gentlemen, there's a car and then there's a person holding a phone with the GPS. Now, if you look at your Google map, they'll give you multiple directions on how to get there. Are you hearing me? But then some people like to turn her voice off because, oh, I know where I'm going. And then you finally figure out uh, maybe I need to talk, take, to, you know, put this back on. I need to, you know, I need to figure out where where I'm going. And 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 and, and notice that the person that is uh, the person's hand is not in the driving seat. It's not in the driving seat. So God is the driver of the car, and we are holding the directions to Him. And say you need to follow this plane. So behold, right there is a plan that you got. And you like, you need to follow this plan. This is, the, this is my personal GPS to get there. Are you following me? This is my tracker to get there. I, I want to get there. But God saying, don't worry, I, I know how to get you there. And I don't need your directions to get me to take you there. I'm the one who created it. I know how to get you there. And here's the other thing. I know how to process you. So when you are there, you will not, you, you will not, you will know how to succeed there and not fall. Because ladies and gentlemen, we don't understand as quickly as we can get it, as quickly. Listen, it takes us longer to get there and guess what? We can lose it as quickly. It's easier to get there. Excuse me. It's easier for it to be taken away from you in a second when it feels like it took you years to build it. So something that took years to it feel like to build, you can lose it all in one day. I'm like, God, if you can lose it all in one day, how? why can't you not build it all in one day? That, you know what I mean? Help a brother out. You know. Why is it so? Why is it? Why is it when you lose it, it happens like that? But when, you, when you're trying to build it, it takes forever for you to get there. And so that's what, we're, that's what I want to talk to you about. And I want you to trust in the Lord to get you there. Say, God will get me there. Now, I want you to personalize it to yourself. And whatever your there is, I want you to, while this message is being talk to you I want you to keep that there in your mind because God is going to get you to that place he's going to get you to that destination he's going to get you there but there's some things that you have to do now come with me to verse 8 verse 8 we're going to read this together I'm going to read it in the New King James Version and then I'm going to read it in the Voice Bible okay verse 8 says I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go I will guide you with my eye do not be like the horse or like the mule, which have no understanding, which have, which must be harnessed with a with bit and brittle. Else they will not come near you. 
verse 10. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. Verse 11, be glad in the Lord and rejoice, you righteous, you righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Now, let me read this in the heart and excuse me, in the voice uh, Bible. It says, I will teach you and tell you the way to go and how to get there. I will give you good counsel and I will watch over you. But don't be stubborn. Look at somebody say, don't be stubborn and stupid like horses and mules who if not reigned by leather or and metal will run wild, ignoring their masters. Tormented and empty are wicked and destructive people. Look at somebody say, tormented and empty are wicked people. I want you to know that they, they, these are destructive people. People who are like that, the wicked people are often tormented and empty. They're not full. But the Bible says, but the one who trusts in the eternal is wrapped tightly in his gracious love. Express your joy. Be happy in him. You who are good and true. Go ahead. Shout and rejoice aloud. You whose hearts are honest and straightforward. This is the voice Bible that's saying this. You can read that in the Bible gateway. Uh, Bible gateway in that translation. I want you to read it because it will help you. Like Pastor B, like I got some people. Listen, you gotta be careful. Some people who are wicked, they're tormented, they empty. But I'm not gonna go there. So here's uh let's go to verse eight. Verse eight says again, I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way you should go. So let's let's determine this. So God is the one who knows where you should be. The Bible says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So your steps have already been ordered by God. And so what this scripture is saying, this is a Psalm of David. And so this is more so of a, a, a thanksgiving. This is a, this is a more so of a prayer because uh, in Psalm 33 is more of a hymn. Psalm 33 is more of a hymn. So here, uh, verse eight, he says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. So there is a way that you should go, but in order for you to get there, God is saying, I'm going to instruct you and teach you how you're going to get there in the way you should go, right? And, and here's the thing. So we must first of all understand that, again, God is the one who knows where you're going. He knows your purpose. He knows the plan of which he created for you and our life, Right. And so since he knows the plan of which he has already created for you and I, he's saying, I'm going to instruct you. That means I'm going to give you instructions, right? But I'm not only going to give you instructions, but I'm going to teach you. Have you ever hated teachers? Excuse me, that's, hate is a strong word. Have you ever not liked teachers that would give you instructions on an assignment, but they give you instructions on something they never taught you? And then they expect for you to know it. Has that ever happened to anybody? And then the teachers would get a note. Oh, you should know this already. No, ma'am, you didn't teach it. So here's the thing. God is not giving you instructions and expecting you to already know how you're going to fulfill those instructions. God is not giving you instructions without teaching. 
because he must teach you in order for in order for in order for you to uh, uh, to be able to follow the instructions. Are you get what I'm saying? Because if you're not taught, you can have instructions in front of you and don't know how to go about it. Okay, all right. Oh my God. Uh, can I give you an example? Uh, listen, uh, Noah. Noah, he was tasked, right? He was tasked with building an ark. God instructed him to build an ark. Question, did God was, oh my God, did God just instruct him to build an ark or did he tell him how to? So not only did he tell, not only did he instruct him to build an ark, but he taught him how to build the ark. Gave him specific instructions on how to build it. So not only did he instruct him to build an ark, but I'm going to teach you how you're going to build an ark that's stable and steady that's going to last you for 40 days. Are you hearing me? So God is saying, oh, I'm instructing you to do this, right? But I'm not going to instruct you to do that without teaching you on how you're going to do it. So everybody wants to say, "Okay, I, I want to be this, but they don't want to be taught. Wow. You want to have an instruction, but you don't want to be taught. It's oh my God, how can how can they hear without a preacher? It is my job to teach you what this means. So if I tell you, we have a lot of people in the body of Christ who stand behind there and tell you, you shouldn't be doing that. You're going to go to hell if you do that. You need to be living for Jesus and you got to live holy or you're going to hell. But we don't never teach you on how you're supposed to live a holy life. You're just instructing me. Live holy. Okay, what does that mean? How do you do that? Then you get mad when somebody comes in here with full of tattoos, has a certain type of dress on that looks revealing. And you're like, mm. Mm. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. does she know this is a church? Uh -huh. mm. See, that's because we have instructed people to do stuff that we have not taught them. So that doesn't make sense. What does it mean to give you an instruction and you say, Pastor B, you never even told me how you, need, how you go about doing things. You never told me about how to. And then we have a lot of people who, who get in front of pulpits and stuff like that, and they never have been sat down and taught anything. But they look at somebody standing up there, oh, this looks easy. I can do that. But you haven't been taught on how to. God is saying this, listen, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you instruction and I'm going to teach you the way you should go. So I'm going to teach you the right way on how to get there. I'm going to show you how you're going to get there. So I'm not going to tell you, Brandon, start a church. I'm going to show you how you're going to do it. You're going to go through start church. You're going to do this. You're going to establish it here. Then you're going to do that. I want, I'm going to give you instruction, but I'm going to teach you. And guess what? While you're leading something, God is constantly teaching you because he can teach you through experience. There's, there's a couple of ways that you can learn from people. Number one, you can learn from other people's experiences. I like that one. Because when I see some people who've done other things, I say, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Thank you for the lesson. But then there's another way that you can learn. 
is through your own personal experience. And here's the thing. Some of us have gone through personal experience and still have not learned from them. Everybody be like, oh, it's supposed to make me better. But yet you still make the same decisions. Oh, I've learned that this is, you know, I got to let people go. But you're still hanging around them. You know what I'm saying? You know the answers, but you're still doing it. How does it make sense that you know the answers to something already and still getting the test wrong? Yo, oh my God. You, you got an open book test and you still failed. You know the answers. You know the answers. Are you hearing me? So he's saying, I will teach you. I will teach you. I will, I will, I will instruct you and I will teach you. I'm going to tell you the way to go and how to get there. That's how the voice Bible said, I'm going to tell you how to get there. So here's the thing. So we have to establish that God knows the way that you're going to take. He's a, he, he's get, he got instructions and he has, he has, he has a way of teaching you, uh, uh, teaching you while he's trying to get you to a certain point, a certain place. Are you hearing me? So that's what we have to understand. So God has all of that. He good. He's good on his end. Here is where we are. Do not be like the horse or like the mule, which have no understanding. Which must be harnessed with bit and brittle. So this is a metal, this is a metal structure. It's a metal structure that goes on like, you know that black thing that, you know the thing that are on horses? And, and you know that pulls them, uh, pulls them along that's on their face? It's, that is what they call a bit and brittle. This piece goes on their, uh, on their, this is like a leather metal piece that goes on their faces in order for it to, in order for you, the person who is, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the trainer, in order for them to, you know, guide the horse along. Because sometimes horses can get out, like, sometimes horses don't follow instruction. And mules don't like to follow instruction. And so in order for, you, for, in order for them to get where you need them to get, you got to literally put a harness on them so you can pull and pull and tug them along. Are you hearing this? So for them to get to where you are, you got to literally pull them along. And so the voice Bible says, do not be stupid. Uh, the, the, the voice Bible says, don't be stubborn and stupid like horses and mules, because sometimes horses and mules are stubborn. They don't want to follow you. We want to do our own thing. We want to run in the wild. We do not want to obey our masters. We just want to run rapid, do what we want to do. I don't feel like doing that. Man, I'm going to tell you now, stubbornness has been the, a cause of a lot of us getting to where God has destined us to be. I'm telling you, when we are stubborn, when we don't like the instruction, when we don't like how we're being taught and how God and what the methods that God are using to teach us. I said the methods that he is choosing to teach us. I'm like, God, well, I don't like this method. Why don't you get me to the where I need to be first and then teach me while I'm up on the top? Has anybody ever bargained with God on that? Just, you know, give me the money there and we can learn how to do stuff with it then. You know, 
Because I feel like if I had more money, then we wouldn't have no problems. Cool. Wrong. Because if you don't know how to use the little you got now, when you get more, your eyes will see green and you will go past that money. It will still, you know, there is people that make $100,000 a year and still live paycheck to paycheck. I'm saying, how do I have more money than you and you get six figures a year? Hmm? Because people live above their means, running wild. And here's the thing, when we are stubborn, because we don't like God's method of teaching us, or when we don't like the lane in which God has for us, then we say, okay, let me do my own thing. And here's the thing, he compared it to a horse. Don't be like them that I gotta literally drag and kick you just for you to get to, oh my God, just for you to get there. God is saying you need to be willingly and openly follow the instruction. Just obey the first time. Why do you have to go through all of this? Why should I have to do this with you? Just for you to get there. Don't be stupid. Don't be stubborn. Just go. Follow the lead. Why are we giving God so much trouble? He's the master. He is the author. He's the creator. And so we give him all this trouble and he's literally trying to kick your butt. <laughs> like, come on, follow. And you know what God does after a while? God says, okay, go ahead and run wild. Do your thing, player. Do your thing. Do you, do, like, do you, bro? Fam, do, do what you're going to do, fam. I'll wait. I'm going to still be right here. And here's the thing, when you run rapid and when you and you're stubborn, you set yourself up for danger that you could have avoided if you just followed. Why put yourself in harm's way? Horses, when they run away from their masters, when they run wild, they put themselves into danger that they don't need to be in. And God is saying, why do you, why put yourself through all of that? I can get you there. Horse, you don't know where you're going. I can lead you into safe pasture. Go with me to, uh, hold it, stay right here. And it says, I will guide you with my eye. Listen to this. He said, I will instruct, I will teach, but I will guide. And here's why after that verse, he talks about the horses and the mule. Because here's the thing. He, you, most people don't like guidance. They don't like guidance. Here's the thing. You cannot expect to lead if you don't know how to follow. At some point, you got to follow in order for you to know how to lead. Somebody has to guide you along the way. That's why I've submitted myself under a covering because she's been there. She's been where I'm trying to go. She knows how to establish something. She, there's people, you have to be able to humble yourself and submit yourself that you don't got all the answers. You don't know everything there is to know. There's some people that know some things that can teach you some things, help guide you along the way so you don't have to make the same mistakes that they did so that it can set you up in a better, oh my God, in a better way. But it is the ignorant and the stupid and the foolishness of us to believe, oh, I can just make my own path. I can just do this. Yeah, you can, but guess what? You will, it will take you longer to get there if you just follow instruction. 
Because here's the thing, when we get outside of the will of God, you only delay the time to get there. Because God then has to recalculate you to put you back on track. The Bible says, Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. So if he's the shepherd, we are the sheep. And shepherds is what helps to guide the sheep into greener pastures. Though I walk through the valley in the shadow of death. So here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. God's eye is able to guide you even in the most, oh my God, even in the most horrible conditions. He's showing you to get how to, he's showing you how to deal with adversity. Oh my God. He's guiding you through adversity. He's guiding you through tribulation. He's guiding you through trials. He's guiding you through all of that so you know how to get there. Because along the way, ladies and gentlemen, in order for you to get there, you're going to face some things. You're going to go through some things. Life is going to come and present itself to you. And then there's an enemy that wants to come and steal, kill, and destroy you. There's a real force that's out there that is trying to get you. And that is the devil. Oh, my God. He's trying to stop God's plan for your life to get there. Because if you get there, then you can be, oh my God, you can be the one that's, oh my God, the one that starts a new bloodline in your family, the one that actually made it out, the one who actually did something. And oh my God, if you get there, what type of blessing you will be for other people that come into your presence? This God, the enemy does not want you to get there. And so, oh my God, if you cannot humble yourself under God, you will not he will you will not allow you won't give him the space to get you there. Are you hearing me tonight? Your connections are not going to get you there. Your wit is not going to get you there. No matter how smart you think you are and how many people you think you know is not going to get you there no faster than what God can do for your life. So don't be stubborn. Say to yourself, Brandon, whatever your name is, don't be stubborn. Don't be stubborn, man. Don't be stubborn. Say, God, like, I don't, no, 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 no. I can't be stubborn. I gotta, I'm gonna trust you to get me there. Because I don't know how to get myself there. I don't know. That's being humble. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how certain things are gonna work out with the church. I didn't start it, God did. He has a plan for it. I don't know. I don't know. So if I'm not following his leading or then if I say, okay, God, I got it from here, buddy. I'll take it over from there. Then I'll be leading a people into in harm's way that don't need to be in harm's way. Here's what you do when you get outside the will of God and you have other people following you. You put them in danger. You put them in danger. Are you hearing me? Because guess what? You don't have, and here's what it says. Because you, verse 10, verse 10, it says, oh no, excuse me, verse 9, verse 9, I'm sorry, Daniel. Verse 9, it says, do not be like the horses which have no understanding, because you do not have the full understanding of where you ought to be. You don't. You and I do not have the full understanding of where we ought to be. 
Listen, I'm trying to lead you into in greener pastures. I'm trying to lead you back to the stable, and yet you you don't even know where it is. So how in the world are you going to go somewhere or jump the gun and go on somewhere, and you don't even know where you're supposed to go? Because here we go, we get disappointed. Oh, this looks like it. This looks like it. And then when it closes, it's like, wait a minute. I was fooled. I hope you're getting something out of this. It says, many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. Listen, mercy shall surround you as you trust in God. God's mercy is going to surround God as you trust in the Lord. As you keep your trust in him, mercy is surrounding you. Mercy is surrounding you. He who trusts in the Lord, mercy, his mercy is around you. His mercy protecting you. Keeping you sustaining you for life's journey and he said it's surrounding you the bible says goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life the crazy thing is not only is mercy following me it's surrounding me i'm surrounded on every side Things can look like a danger to me and it still will not harm me. Because mercy. Are you hearing this tonight? The Bible says that even, oh my God, not only mercy, but he says favor shall surround you like a shield. Oh my God. Oh my God. Mercy is surrounding you and then also favor can surround you as a shield. Hallelujah. That the favor of the Lord is surrounded all over you. That every, because of the glory of God on you, you are surrounded with favor. That means you wonder why people come up and just want to bless you or just sow into you because you're surrounded by favor. Surrounded by favor. And that's why he says, be glad in the Lord. I want you to rejoice. You should be glad. Rejoice and be glad because you are the righteous. You are the righteous. Those who, who, those who have an upright heart, you should rejoice and be glad. Be glad. God knows your heart. God knows your intentions. Be rejo rejoice. Be glad. Because your God is going to get you there. TCF, God will get us there. Listen, he will not forsake you. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But the, but the very fact of the matter is you cannot allow yourself to get in the way of God leading you there. And you can't allow other people's voices to cloud God's in your mind and in your head to get you there. Because here's the end of the day. I love my parents. But they don't know how to get me there. They can advise me, but they don't know how to get me there. Because the path that God has for me, they don't know. They love me. And people can love you and have compassion. And they will tell you certain things out of love and compassion because they don't want to see you go through nothing. 
But the reality is, as though you can listen to wise counsel, but God still knows the way to get you there. Are you hearing me? And so you can't allow people to talk and cloud your mind. If God is saying that this is what you got to go, then you got to do it. But they love you. They love you real good, but you can't allow that to cloud you to get into where? There. You hearing me tonight? This is a very important message because here's the thing. God is reminding us that I am going to be the one to get you there. Your come up is through me. Your come up is not from anybody else. See, here's why God is doing it this way. So nobody can get the credit other than, other than him. You can't get the credit. You can't take credit for it. Nobody can take credit for it. Only God can. Only God can. They ask you, oh, how did you make so-and-so? God did it. They're going to think that you're being funny. Like, I'm not being funny. I'm serious. I was doing this for a long time. Uh, God so happily to bless me. That's all I got. <laughs> I can't tell you how it happened. I just was doing so, such, and so. Uh, but more importantly, I can tell you, I trusted in the Lord. And so at some point, uh, the Bible says he's a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. And so at the end of the day, that's what I did to get me here. Oh, what's your secret formula? What did you do? What did TCF do for more people to come? What is you guys are doing? Listen, trust in God. I'm not being funny. I'm not trying to tell you something because I'm trying to hold information back from you. No, I'm trying to get it through your mind that the only way to get there is you have to trust in God. Because he knows the way. So one of my favorite movies until, it, you know, I'm not going to see it, though, in the theaters. But one of my favorite movies is Lion King. I refuse to see the new Lion King because it's going to mess up my childhood. Sorry. Just not a fair. I might change, but it's right as of right now, I'm not going to see that. <laughs> I love the animation. I'm sorry. You can't mess up a classic. You can't. And I feel like they're about to. But with Lion, King, with Lion King, my favorite character in the whole movie, my favorite character in the whole is not Simba. Second is Mufasa, though. He's number two. Everything the light touches is yours. I'm going to do a message on that one just one time. But my favorite character is Rafiki. Rafiki is my favorite character. He is hilarious. I knew your father. And my favorite thing is like, follow Rafiki. He know the way. That was my joy. Rafiki, he said, look closer. He smacks him on it. <laughs> Look, look closer. He found Rafiki like. And he looks, and Simba looks in the water. He says, he says, he, it's Rafiki says to Simba, he's in you. That's another word. There's so many messages in the Lion King. But here's my favorite line, though. He said, follow Rafiki. He knows the way. The same thing I said to you, follow God. He knows the way. 
He knows the way. The Job said, but you, Lord, know the way I should take. He knows. Follow God. He, nobody else knows the way. They know the way in which they got there. But their way is not going to be the same for you. One size does not fit all. Everybody say, well, I made drumming videos on, on YouTube. That's how I got there. I've been making the same videos. How am I not there? Because one size don't fit all. There's a specific journey that God has you on that nobody else is on. How you, how, how you get famous? I was just on Instagram making these viral videos. Some other people have been making the same videos. Some of them are not just, they're not, probably not that funny, but I mean like, hey, I've been doing the same thing. <laughs> Why am I not there? It's like, Pastor B, we've been, we've been on Instagram. Our church is there. We the sponsor posts. We don't got no, because, man, it's not one size fit all for everybody. And we shouldn't teach you that way. Because that's, that would be us not telling you the full truth. Because how God breaks something open for you is different than how he broke something open for somebody else. And it might be similar in some cases, but it's not the same thing. What that person had to go through to get there is different from what you may have to go, what you had to do to, uh, to get there. And so God knows the way of that. And he has the idea of when he's going to release it to you. Are you hearing me? Did you get something out of his life? He knows the way. Stand to your feet. He will get you there. Encourage somebody. Say, he will get you there. He going to get you there. He will get you there. Hallelujah.